percent righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. Fifty percent ratchetness. Tell them ratchets to sit down. This becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Pissing People. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Shall I thought Charlene was back today. I'm sure he'll be here in a minute. But it's Tuesday! And you know what today is, which is crazy? R. Kelly's birthday? Today is R. Kelly's birthday. That mm-hmm. is crazy. He's not having a great birthday. He's not having a great 2019. He's not having a great anything. Uh, so you're going to do an R. Kelly mix? Definitely not doing know, an R. I'm Kelly kidding. mix. Absolutely. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not playing any more R. Kelly music. Just, nah, just, no, I'm not. Sorry. I had a mean set in the club with R. Kelly music, but hell no. All right, well, there you go. Hell no. I don't, and, and the bad thing is, I felt like I missed so much in the docuseries with R. Kelly that I watched, like, half of it again last night. Yeah, it was, you know, I mean, it's a six-part series. So I know a lot of people, like, binge-watched it. So you might get up, go to the bathroom, come back, miss something. But it was a, a lot of information to take in. Yeah, it's too much. I don't. I don't want to talk about R. Kelly no more. I really don't. I think he should get arrested. I think. I think he should be in jail for a long time. I think his team should be in jail. I, I think anybody that was in that uh, docu series that didn't say anything when when he was dealing with 14, 15, 16, and seventeen year olds should go to jail. Documents. Absolutely, they all should go to jail. Mm-hmm. My goodness. All right. Nasty. Well, there's some good news today. Really? That we're going to talk about in front page news. What's that? And that has to do with Centoya Brown, but we'll get to that. Okay. I'm, I'm sure you've seen that because that was a huge story. Yeah, it's been going around everywhere. And I think there's a lot of people that really don't know the story, don't know what happened, don't know why she's in jail. But we'll get into that next. Because mm-hmm. if you have it, I want you to explain the full story. Because people were just like, okay, she's free, but I don't know why. But I, I think we should explain what happened, why she was arrested, and and what it means for her to be uh, getting out so early. So we'll talk about that next in front page news. Anything else going on? Uh, let's see. What is going on? No, I don't really have any great updates for you. Damn it, man. All right, we'll get into that next. <laughs> I'll tell you about the football scores. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Happy New Year. Happy What's New Year. happening? Let's get in some front page news. Now, yesterday, I don't know if you're a huge college football fan, but the Clemson Tigers beat the Alabama Crimson Tide 44-16. to I mean, I should be happy about that uh, because, you know, I'm South Carolina born and bred, but mm-hmm. see, I'm a, a Carolina Gamecock type of guy because, mm-hmm. you know, that's my wife's... Knock it off, Trump. See, that's my <laughs> wife's uh, alma mater. But I, you know, did radio in Columbia. We do radio in Columbia now on Hot 103.9 in Columbia, South Carolina. So I'm a Gamecock type of guy. The Clemson Tigers are our rivals. Yeah. Know, but but salute to the Clemson Tigers, I guess. I know you'd have been more hype if the if the Cox would have won, but maybe oh, next come year. On, you know I'd have been in here screaming, Go Cox. I know that. All right. All right. New Year, same old <laughs> Cox, baby. All right. What else are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Centoya Brown being granted clemency. Now, Centoya Brown is a woman who is serving a life sentence for killing a man when she was six, 16 years old. He had actually hired her for sex. 
And she was a teen prostitute, but they did have a documentary that came out in 2011 that showed a lot of different things that happened in that case. And they gave her a life sentence when she was a juvenile. They said she had to serve at least 51 years before even being eligible for parole consideration. And now she has finally been granted clemency by Governor Bill Haslam. That's one of his final things that he's doing before he leaves office. We're dropping the clues bombs for that, damn it. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who don't know the story, in 2004, that's when Johnny Mitchell Allen actually paid her for sex uh-huh. and took her back to his house. At the time, prosecutors are saying that Santoya Brown shot him in the head while he was sleeping, stole money and guns, took his truck and fled the scene. Now, what she's saying is she was scared for her life because of how Allen was acting. She took that money because she had a pimp to pay. She couldn't return empty-handed. Her pimp was nicknamed Cutthroat. And so she was scared for her own life. She was only 16 years old at the time. They did find that she was competent to be tried as an adult. She was convicted of murder and robbery. That's when she was sentenced to life in prison. Yeah, no 16-year-old should have to uh, uh, go through that, especially being if you look at the the details of that situation. And how many years did she serve so far? 15. Mm -hmm. 15 years. Mm -hmm. And even in the documentary, they said that she, it looks like she was suffering from fetal alcohol syndrome because her mother was uh, drinking heavily while pregnant and she did have a lot of issues mm-hmm. the way that she grew up and all of that. So it's time for her to have a second chance. And I'm sure she's a totally different person than uh, she was when she went in. But I'm sure that she still needs a lot of therapy and a lot of counseling, and um, amongst other things. Right. right. What else you got, uh, Let's talk about a meteorologist who lost his job. He's from Rochester, New York. Mm-hmm. And uh, meteorologist Jeremy Capel, WHEC, was reporting, and this slip-up happened. For tomorrow, sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King. Junior Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s. <laughs> now, he got fired for that. Come on now. One more time. Play that one more time for me if you didn't catch it. For tomorrow, sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Junior Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s. First of all, my goodness. King and Coon sound nothing alike. Nothing alike. Therefore, you have said that amongst your friends <laughs> yes, numerous times. Like, you have said it so much that you forgot his name was actually Martin Luther King. That was a joke in his okay. well, You could tell. All now, the time. You could what tell. he said on Twitter, for the record, I've never uttered those words in my oh, life. stop it. He also said it happened to ESPN's Mike Greensburg, only he got the opportunity to explain and apologize. And so... What happened with Mike Greensburg? I forgot that Same one. exact thing. He said, Coon, yeah. is that a king? They said because of the, they had all kinds of like speech pathologists come on and they said the loo and the, because Martin of how Luther things king. were like, how people no. like. Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. No. Because he was talking so no. fast. One I've more never, time. I've let's hear it one more time and Martin let's see what you think. King. For tomorrow, sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King. No. Hell no. Day. King and Coon don't sound like Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. No. Even if he said Martin Luther I would get I've him. Never said, like, I've never said Coon James. I've never said T.I. is the Coon of the South. That's never been a slip up. I guess what they're trying to say is that Martin Luther, the Lou, and the, if you're talking with him, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. I never said Luther King. I mean, he corrected himself right away. I don't know if he purposely did that. Martin Luther King. Now, that's a conversation you might have had to create. He said that before. That came out too natural. Steve's our resident white guy in the room. Come here, Steve. Steve. Come here, Steve. I already know Steve's not Say Martin Luther King on air. See Steve one time. But say it fast. Say it real fast. Go. But Martin Luther King. Okay, let me ask you a question, Steve. <laughs> have you ever been amongst King. your... Listen to me, sir. Have you ever been amongst your circle and heard people <laughs> make that joke like Martin Luther Coon Jr.? Actually, no. That's more of like a 60s thing, I think. Okay, got you. Well, the same exact thing happened to Mike Greensburg from ESPN. The same exact phrase, same wow. exact mistake. <laughs> Maybe they're neighbors. I don't know. Maybe they're best friend. Maybe they're friends, you know? Maybe they speak to each other on the phone a lot. I don't know. But Martin Luther King. 
He Martin did Luther do a written King. statement, but he said he felt horrible that he would. He said I would never say anything like that. I was talking too fast and slurring my words. And he said, I'm very sorry that my stumble this morning gave so many people the wrong impression. Well, don't, don't fall for the bait either, though, because, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is right around the corner. Yes. And now that uh, he's put that into the atmosphere, you're going to see a lot of that on uh, that toxic place called social media. So don't don't fall for the bait and be going back and forth with trolls because you know that's what they're going to do to bait you. My goodness. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning. Maybe you just need to just clear some things off your mind. Or maybe you want to spread some positivity. Um, my mind feels great. I have never felt so mentally healthy because, uh, you know, I went on vacation on the 27th. Mm-hmm. I, went, I went to my happy place, which is the island of Anguilla. Drop on the Correct. cruise bombs for Anguilla. And when I got on that plane on the 27th, I turned my phone off. Mm-hmm. And I did not turn my phone back on until... Just past Sunday night mm-hmm. when I when I when I got back. I have That's no idea thing. what's going on. I'm so out of the loop. I still haven't been on social media, haven't posted. When I was away, I didn't take no calls, no texts, no emails, no social media, no nothing. So, so did you see Bird Box? I did watch Bird Box. Okay. All right. I was on Netflix. Okay. That's not social media. I'm just saying, did you did you watch R. Kelly? No. You well, didn't see R. Kelly's documentary? Social media, you'll see some not. things. Oh, wow. Okay. Absolutely not. All right. Well, Happy we'll f- belated born day too, Angela. We'll, we'll fill you thank in. Thank you. We'll fill you in. All right. Well, get it off your chest. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. It's the speed you need at a price you'll love. With no mystery freeze and no long-term contract ever. Simple Mobile. Out with the new, in with the simple. See terms and conditions of service at simplemobile.com. The Breakfast Club. Get it, pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? What's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Oh, my God, Trav. <laughs> hey. What's hey, up, Trav? Boo? What's up, Superstar? What's going on, Char? What's up, sis? How are you? I'm doing good. How you living? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored, sir. I feel amazing. That's good to hear. Good, good, glad, glad, glad to have you three back all together. You know, glad my favorite morning show is back. Thank you, Trav. Okay, Trav. What's up? You're definitely listen. Trav is so, a star. Um, I, hope, I, hope, I hope all y'all listen to me and Angelie's lip service episode, episode 173. <laughs> <featuring> <laughs> when was that? When did that come out? <laughs> a couple uh, weeks ago. Oh, uh, what? Two weeks ago, maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so make sure you go support um, support Wax and support me, Charlemagne, and go listen. <laughs> I, that sounds like a very odd pairing that I'm it interested. Very entertaining. That I'm interested it in. It was hearing. very entertaining. <laughs> you think you think Wax is cute? Oh boy. Um, that was actually a question that Angela he asked me, so you can hear it for yourself. On <laughs> oh, okay. Good tease. Oh, Thank you, Chad. Good tease. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, can I make one comment? Because I, I made a New Year's resolution to myself. I wasn't going to be as shady in uh-uh. 2019. That's I not like good. your shade, though. I like good, your Trav. shade. That doesn't help yeah, us. But, um, so, like, I just make one comment about Kevin Hart before I start my, my New Year's resolution. Oh, uh-uh. boy. Yes. <laughs> so listen, like, nobody cares. Like, that. well, I, from the gay community, can care less about what Kevin Hart did seven years ago. Somebody just got to say it, like, nobody cares about Kevin Hart hosting because he's not funny. Like, oh, he's just not funny no more. I wouldn't say that, Trav. Trav, you, you can't try your Philly, new... Trav? How you just going to throw your Philly guy under the bus like that? <laughs> listen, Kevin Hart used to be so funny to me. Like, it used to be a point where he would come out and I would just start laughing because I knew he was going to be hilarious. 
But now I was like, no, Kevin, like nobody cares about. Now I'm gonna be you honest with you. Saying. That's that's your fault. If you laughing at somebody before they even say anything, that's your fault. You did. You just you was, be, you was just you being. Be you, was, you was being too much of a groupie. Oh, he was just a high. Philly groupie. Oh yeah. And you can't high. set your New Year's resolution January eighth. Okay, you gotta set the first. <laughs> but all right, y'all. Good to have y'all back. Bye. 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 <laughs> Hello, who's this? Big Chocolate, the Toe Sucker. Welcome back, everybody. Happy New Year. Wow. Big Chocolate, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Good, good, good. Two quick things. Uh, I want Jamie Foxx to host the Grammys this year. James Corden is boring, not funny. He's got to go. Nobody watches his show. Two, I got a little something for Ange. Um, Angela E., Angela E., in 2019, ooh. would you be mine? Could I suck your big toe over a nice glass of wine? Wow. What do you think, dear? Which one would you... You know what? No. no. What kind of wine? Just Ed, and here you go. I was going to ask what kind of wine, but you know what? No. <laughs> what kind matters? MVP? Red or white? <laughs> uh, red, babe. Did I pick the right one? No. All right. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Goodbye. Happy, happy New Year. <laughs> He's a creep. He's a creep, man. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, it's your boy. We don't know you. Yeah, what? I don't know who this who is. is. <laughs> it's your boy Franco, man. What y'all mean? Y'all forgot about me already? Hey, yeah. Franco. What's up, Franco? Never remembered you to forget. On, I didn't even know it called before. Yo, but happy, happy New Year's to y'all, man. Yo, Charlemagne, stop taking all them damn vacations. Nope. That I won't do. I'm actually going to take more. I don't care how much you think you deserve them. I don't care how much you think you deserve them, but I got to get it off my chest, man. You know, your boy's going in for a drug test today, and your boy might fail, so. (laughs) I can tell already. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Drop with the clues, bombs for my boy, Franco. Oh, no, no, Franco. <laughs> Franco's high right on, now. Franco. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to get, get serious. Are y'all, are y'all N-words hiring up there? No. Nah. Definitely not you. Uh. <laughs> Listen, I love your, I love your, I love your, uh, I don't know what I would call it, but I love it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love the don't. fact that you're just accepting the reality of the situation. Are you on probation? No, nah, nah. I'm just going to get fired. What kind of drugs you do? Franco. Oh, now, Franco? We, now you're not our boy anymore? No. I'm going to be honest with you. Franco's I like boy. Franco's attitude because that's my attitude in 2019. You just got to be willing to accept the things that you cannot control. And, I mean, I guess you could control failing a drug test, but after you're high and you've already smoked, hey, you can't. James. Hey, what's going on, man? Get it off your chest, James. Uh, it's my birthday. I share a birthday with that monster. Oh, oh R. R. Kelly. Kelly. Yeah. yeah, you are Kelly yeah. and Clue. Today's R. Kelly's born day? Yes. yes. Come on, man. Yeah, stop it. Why does the universe do stuff though. like this? And today is man watching day as well. It's what it's day? Elvis' Man. birthday, too, though. I share it with a great. So that's no, cool. Elvis was messing with little girls, too. Elvis married, uh, what's the girl name? How old what was her? Which? Priscilla Preston. Yeah, she, yeah, she, she was, was like 15, 16, too, so yeah, knock it off. The country, yeah. You always want to make the white person look uh, cleaner for the same crime. Oh, come on, cuz. <laughs> I ain't your cuz. Yeah. Well, James, happy birthday, man. That, I mean, I guess thanks. that's why you was calling. Happy birthday. Yeah, thanks, man. They went left. <laughs> Th- thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Uh, let the record show Elvis was 24 and uh, Priscilla was 14. Just That's wanna, crazy. Just want to throw that out there. Jamie. Hey. How are you guys doing this morning? Are we good, Jamie. Get it off your chest, mama. Okay. I want to apologize to my husband, Gordon. I tried to let him be blamed for what I did, and I just want to say that I was wrong. We, of course, you guys know we live in Alaska, and when it gets negative, we have to plug our cars in. And there's an extension that you run from the car into the 
the heating pole where you plug it in. Uh-huh. Well, later on that night, that. he bought me a brand new car for our anniversary. That's nice. And he asked me later on that night, Jamie, where's the extension to the plug so I can plug the car in? And I told him, don't ask me. I don't <laughs> I don't know. I never unplugged the car. Uh-oh. So what happened? When I backed out. Oh, my God. I must have lost it somewhere on the road. <laughs> so you, so you pulled car. off with the plug still in the car? <laughs> the plug was in Oh, the my goodness. Pool. Well, some people and run off on the plug. You drove off on the plug, <laughs> yeah, you pretty much It did. happens. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Gordon. I love you. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Is it hard to find a plug in Alaska? I'm no, sure. it's not hard to find. They're just expensive. Oh, okay. the plug is expensive. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, you yeah, got to find a plug expensive. with better prices, boo. There you go. You know? And, and now it's negative 47. So, so it's hard to get the plug. Necessary. Listen, find you a plug with better prices. Maybe it's somebody in a neighboring state got it for cheaper. I doubt Nobody plugs in their car but us. Uh, you know what you should do? You should call the local police station there and say, hey. I'm missing the plug. Me, yeah, me and my plug, you know, I don't have the same connect no more. I'm looking for a new plug who got cheaper prices. You think you know anybody? Right, so I can go to jail because they'll think I'm crazy? <laughs> you do sound a little crazy, though. But we love you, though. All right, I love you guys, too. You have a great morning. Nicole. Yes. Why you sound so mad, Nicole? Because y'all were off for three weeks. I had nothing to listen to. I got a problem with y'all today. You we want, had some best ups playing. Or you want us to work every day? We can't no. get We got to take a day off. No, y'all were gone for three weeks. That was way too long. Wait one till week. next year. I'm taking four. <laughs> All y'all need is one week. Like no. One. <laughs> no. I tried to get through all day yesterday. I was so mad at y'all. I said I need to call in and let them know one week is all they need. Who do I need to talk to to get this put into plan? No, we don't need you messing up our vacation days. I know, right? We about about to hang up on you, Nicole. Now, Nicole, how much vacation do you get? One week. Call my boss and tell him I need three weeks, too. (laughs) (laughs) We actually have more than three weeks vacation time. We just don't use it. Well, just don't be gone that long no more for a while, okay? All right, Nicole. Yeah, (laughs) until next year. Goodbye. Well, this year. The end of this year. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up anytime. Now we got rumors on the way? Yes, we are going to talk about Regina King's promise during the Golden Globe. She gave a really passionate speech. I'm going to tell you what she had to say. Also, Kim Kardashian. She's been getting all kinds of letters. We'll tell you who's been flooding her inbox. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes, Happy New Year. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Beyonce. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, the first thing that happened when I came in this morning was someone says to me, Hey, I love Beyonce. You know, she was in Target. For some reason, this made the news. Beyonce was spotted at a Target in L.A. She was wearing an orange jumpsuit and some sunglasses and just basically shopping in the aisles. Now, uh, Chrissy Teigen actually posted that picture again, reposted it, and said, Beyonce, you are so silly. I can just send you my new knives because she does have her own cookware line that's exclusively available at Target. What would make them think that Beyonce wouldn't shop in Target? I she, don't know. Everybody has to go I to Target. I definitely She's would think that. I figure she has personal assistants, personal shoppers. She's from Houston. She likes Popeyes. I mean, her Popeyes is plant-based now, but she likes Popeyes. Like, why wouldn't she be in Target? I just, Everybody would, loves Target, I just bro. don't think you would she see Beyonce. She might use the Postmates app and have somebody bring her what she needs. Target has replaced, I mean, a long time ago, Target replaced uh, Walmart in my heart. And I have a very, you know, love and affection for Walmart, but Target is the spot. And then what was she looking for? 
Mo T shirts. You know that's what she was looking for. I thought for. they discontinued those. Yeah, they're good they fellas now. What the heck was she looking for? I'm probably just want some Black Panther graphic tees. You know what I'm saying? She like she was in a pamper aisle. Or they might have like been this. going on. When was this? This is recently. Yeah, this was in L.A. They might be going on vacation, a late vacation, going to get some travel size stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe she wanted some snacks. That's all. She has an assistant. I'm sure she has several that could be like, go get me these Listen, man, travel she, size toothbrushes. She, she wants to feel normal. Walk around Target with big ass Julius. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's Collecting normal, right? toothpaste. <laughs> My goodness. All right, now Regina King. She gave one of the most passionate speeches at the Golden Globes, and it inspired a lot of people. Here's what she said. I'm going to use my platform right now to say, in the next two years, everything that I produce, I am making a vow, and it's going to be tough, to make sure that everything that I produce, that is 50% women, and I just challenge anyone out there who is in a position of power, not just in our industry, in all industries, do the same. That's the beauty of being a producer. That's the beauty of being in a position of power. You can hire who the hell you want. She was getting her first ever Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actress for her performance in If Beale Street Could Talk. So congratulations to Regina King. We didn't talk much about the Golden Globes yesterday because we talked a lot about R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. But the big winners for the night, Bohemian Rhapsody won for Best Motion Picture. Anybody see that? No. Nope. And also for Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama. I heard it was good. Did Billy Porter win anything for a post? Um, I know he was nominated for a couple. Yeah, I don't see him. I have to recheck all of these uh, winners, but mm. no, I didn't see that on here. But uh, yeah, all right. So make sure you guys. I didn't see that movie yet, but now it makes me feel like I have to do have to watch that. Mm-hmm. All right, now everybody's concerned about their mental health. Now Post Malone put up a message on his Twitter. He said, "If y'all are actually my fans and friends and love me and want me to be mentally stable, can y'all please let me live? I'm trying my best here." That's all I can do. Well, first things first, Post Malone, don't take that to social media. Because the best thing that I did for my mental health, you know, in the past couple of weeks was when I went on vacation in Anguilla, I turned my phone Shut off. Shut down. On, I turned my phone off when I got on the plane on the 27th and did not turn it back on until this past Sunday when mm-hmm. I got back. I didn't check no calls, no texts, no emails, no social media, no nothing. I cannot tell you how mentally healthy I feel right now. Well, and Post Malone had a huge year last year as far as his record sales and everything, but he gets a lot of criticism as well. So That's why you got to disconnect. Y'all let Post Malone live. And now Haley Bieber, just, who's also Justin Bieber's wife, um, she put up a post about stepping into 2019. She said, I want to be more open. I want to be more open about the things I struggle with and be able to be more vulnerable. I'm 22 years old. And the truth is, no matter how amazing life may look from the outside, I struggle. I'm insecure. I'm fragile. I'm hurting. I have fears. I have doubts. I have anxiety. I get sad. I get angry. I've had more days than I can count where I found myself scrolling through Instagram, comparing myself, comparing my looks, feeling like I'm not good enough, feeling like I lack so many things and really struggling to be confident. Get off the gram. That is what is one of the major sources of so many people's anxiety. It is. And they it don't is. even realize it. Get off social media. Disconnect every now and then. Take a break for your brain. And let's talk about Kim Kardashian. Now she is getting all kinds of letters. They said thousands every single day. And that's from inmates who are hoping that she will help them out because Antoya Brown just got clemency. A lot of people actually helped to make that happen. But Kim Kardashian was very vocal about it as well. So right now within the prison system, they're calling her the princess of prison reform. Well, that's a big shift in the letters she used to get from inmates, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure about that one. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right, now we got front page news next. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about Centoya Brown and her clemency. Okay, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's Tuesday. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Good morning. What's happening? Happy New Year. Let's get in some front page news. Yeah, Charlamagne is back. When do we stop saying Happy New Year? You should have started, stopped already. After oh, okay. Chinese New Year. <laughs> when, when is that? February 5th, I believe. All right. That's a long time. All right, now let's get into front page news. Last night in football, the Clemson Tigers beat the Alabama Crimson Tides 44-16. Salute to Clemson. You know what I'm saying? I'm from South Carolina all day, even though I am a Gamecock fan, and Clemson is our rivals. My, <laughs> my wife's uh, alma mater is the University of South Carolina Gamecocks. Drop on the clues bombs for the 803. Um, but salute to Clemson. Yeah, we know you would have been super excited if those cocks won, but... Listen, you can't beat my cocks. I know. Go Cox, baby. Go, go, go Cox. What else are you talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about uh, your tax refund. Now, Taylor, who works with us, the main thing she wanted to know about the government shutdown is, am I going to get my taxes back? Now. Well, 12% of IRS staff is expected to continue working through the government shutdown, so you can get your taxes, but we don't know when that's going to happen because there's not a lot of people there doing that work. So it's still a government shutdown? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's been since December it's, 22nd. It's going to be nasty flying in a little bit because TSA, TSA a lot don't get paid. Are, a lot of people really? are calling out sick. Some people are calling out sick. They're not getting paid. So would you keep going to work if you didn't get paid? No. So who's going to be patting us down, checking us, making sure we ain't got bombs, guns, right, knives, and all that time stuff? time to get that work through, though. Let's see. Okay, the government shut down. See. You can get them keys through, though. Don't, don't listen to him. What else we got here? <laughs> Do you crazy. get a back pay, though? <laughs> you should get a back pay. Hell yeah, if you work. Okay. Now, Centoya Brown has been granted clemency. If you don't know who Centoya Brown is, she's serving a life sentence, or she was, for killing a man who bought her for sex. She was only 16 years old at the time, and she's finally been granted clemency after serving 15 years in prison. The okay. governor did actually grant that clemency after careful consideration, he said, of what is a tragic and complex case. What happened was she was a juvenile at the time. She was ordered to serve at least 51 years before even being eligible for parole. A lot of people have been asking for her clemency because, uh, according to prosecutors, they said she shot John Mitchie Allen in the head while John Johnny Mitchell Allen in the head while he was sleeping. That's when she stole his money, took his guns, took his truck, and fled the scene. Clearly, though, she's saying that she was scared. It was um, a situation where she feared for her life. He was acting very crazy, and she didn't want to return empty-handed, empty-handed to her pimp. Her pimp was nicknamed Cutthroat. So, young lady born with fetal alcohol syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, never stood a chance, forced into the sex trade. You know, those events happen. Raped multiple times a day. Exactly. Mm. You know, 15 years in jail, uh, that that sounds pretty fair. You know, now I think that she needs to get help. Like, she needs to get therapy. She needs to get treatment. She needs to see a counselor. Like, you can't. You got to help her get back on her feet the right way. Absolutely. And she's also been mentoring troubled youth. She's also been working on her college degree. She got her associate's degree while she was in prison. And she's been working toward her bachelor's degree as well. So she's turned her life around in prison. She's made the most out of a, a terrible situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, now a meteorologist has gotten fired, and that's because he used a racial slur live on the air. Let's see if you think this warranted him getting fired. For tomorrow, sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s. See, that's what happens when you're sitting around with your white homeboys all the time. Yeah. And you keep calling him Martin Luther Coon all these years. But then you forget you got a job. Yeah. Or you actually got to go on there and say his name. You know what I mean? He you did said, that before. You said Coon so much that when you see the word King at the end of a black man's name or in a black man's name, you say Coon. He said now, that Now, a lot before. of speech experts actually did step up and said that it could have come out as Boon, Toon, Loon, or any other random... Nope accidental linguistic fusion. He did apologize, and he did say that he's never used that word in his life. 
before and that it was just an error. He also pointed out that ESPN host Mike Greensburg made that same error about uh, 2010. Nope, nobody. And managed to keep his job. Maybe friends. Nobody has ever said Coon James. Nobody has ever said T.I. is the Coon of the South. Nobody has ever said Budweiser is the Coon of Beers. Okay, nobody mixes up King and Coon. That just does not They're happen. They're saying because of Luther. Martin Luther King, the Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. Martin Luther King. Luther, I never said Luther Coon Dross. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This guy. What are we talking about here? That doesn't happen. I, I, no. Well, it was a bad slip of the tongue if that's what it was. Luther, I got to listen. Luther don't make me say Coon. <laughs> they're, like, right? they're not even close. Is that, you know, nah, they're not even a little nah. bit. Nope. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your front page news. All right. Now, let's talk Pastor John Gray. He's been up here, what, a couple times? Mm-hmm. A couple times, him and his wife. Now, uh, he recently was at church, and he was talking about his crazy 2018. 2018 tried to kill me, Pastor Q. And the truth is, some of the stuff that tried to kill me, I helped. Some stuff wasn't the devil. Some stuff was you. It'd be great if we shouted for that, too, because when you shout for that, what you're saying is I take personal responsibility. Mm. The attack on my life was not just for me. It was a supernatural demonic attack designed to not just kill my body, but to kill the anointing that was in me and that was on me and that was prophesied over me. You know, uh, what happened? I, I believe in the seven clear functions of the mind. And one of the number one function is choice to do and think right. So you do have choices. Stop nope. blaming everything on the devil. Well, we got more. Let's, let's hear part, you know, more what he was talking about. I've never had a year where I wanted to give up. I literally thought about how I could end my life and still mm-hmm. get to heaven and somehow my kids would not be scarred, but there was no way that I could figure out how to do it. There is no perfect pastor. In the days of this facade of super perfection from the pulpit is over. I wanted to end it. I almost lost my marriage, lost my family. The devil has tried everything this year. All right. What is Pastor John Gray wow. trying to say? I'm lost right now. I'm out of the loop. What's well, happening? The rumor is that he cheated on his wife and they managed to patch things up. Oh. Now, here's his wife. But the devil don't want it with me. I put scripture on that strange woman. I put scripture on that strange woman. woman. Whoa. Okay. I'm lost. I I, I need to hear this in context. Well, it sounds like, I guess, allegedly, he cheated on his wife, and they worked through it, and his wife put the scripture on the strange woman. Mm-hmm. With scripture hands? Did she beat her up or something? Like what? Maybe she put the hands of God on her. I don't know. Like, what does scripture know. mean? Did she beat her with a Bible? I, I, he also I, got his wife a mean? nice new car, which people were talking about over the holidays. A Lamborghini as well. truck, yes. yeah. I didn't understand. Ooh, I, I nice. didn't understand why people were upset about that. Y'all do know Pastor John Gray has a reality show on he writes own, books. and he writes books, He's right? Like guest he, speaker places. He has his own money. He, he gets bread. Yeah. Outside of the church. I mean, he had enough money to where he told people from his congregation to come up and actually take money out of the collection plate. Take what you need for yourself. Remember that? Yeah. I, I, so I don't understand what was the problem with him buying his wife that Lamborghini. Nah, and now I, if, I didn't if, have a problem with that. And though. if he cheated, drop one of clues bomb for him. Sometimes, you know <laughs> But sometimes the Lord will move you to do things that you need to do. Okay? Not saying that you Whatever know, it's going to take to get that smile at That's what I'm saying. Not saying material Just trying to get back in. Superficial things like that, you know, uh, help, you know, correct the cheating. Nah, but, it doesn't. You know, but hey. But. Whatever gotta, helps. You got to do what you got to do. Oh, hey, man. so let's open up the phone lines. 800 585 So we got push presents and cheat presents. Hey, man. Hey. <laughs> Do you still follow <laughs> Pastor John Gray, or would you still follow a pastor if you know that your pastor cheated? Yes. Why wouldn't I? He's a human being. Well, like, some people feel like, you know, he he is a pastor. He is one person that shouldn't be doing the stuff that we be doing. Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. cheated. Do. He got a whole day next week. What are we talking about? 
Like pe- people aren't perfect. I people I, make mistakes. I, I agree with you. I, but that actually makes me. That actually Everybody. makes me relate to my pastor more. <laughs> <laughs> some, some people feel like he's the pastor. He shouldn't be <laughs> speaking the word and, and teaching and preaching the word. And then on the side, it's probably how you handle it after. The Dude, flesh is weak. But let's open we up the phone lines. We all fall short. Eight hundred. And when did this cheating happen? 1051. I don't know. Black men don't cheat. They don't. Clearly it just happened because he said this last year has been tough for him and he was suicidal I'm calling and the everything. Pastor. Clearly I'm it just happened because right that Lambo was brand new. I'm so he I'm just not, got I'm, that. Account. I'm, I'm not talking about my guy without calling him. Let me text my guy. All right. 800-585-1051. Let's, take to, let's, let's talk to you on the phone. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Gee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking Pastor John Gray. Now, allegedly, he uh, cheated on his wife, and he bought her a Lamborghini, I guess, to get her back or to win her back over. And, well, let's play the audio of, of him talking in church. 2018 tried to kill me, Pastor Q. And the truth is, some of the stuff that tried to kill me, I helped. Some stuff wasn't the devil. Some stuff was you. It'd be great if we shouted for that, too, because when you shout for that, what you're saying is I take personal responsibility. The attack on my life was not just for me. It was a supernatural demonic attack designed to not just kill my body, but to kill the anointing that was in me and that was on me and that was prophesied over me. He also said this. I've never had a year where I wanted to give up. I literally thought about how I could end my life and still get to heaven and somehow my kids would not be scarred, but there was no way that I could figure out how to do it. There is no perfect pastor. In the days of this facade of super perfection from the pulpit is over. I wanted to end it. I almost lost my marriage, lost my family. The devil has tried everything this year. And then we have audio of his wife uh, speaking. But the devil don't want it with me. I put scripture on that strange woman. I just really want to know what put the scripture on that strange woman means. Did she beat her with a Bible? Did she lay the hands of God on her? Like, what does that mean? Put the scriptures on that strange woman. I, I, I don't know. So we're asking 800-585-1051. Do you still or would you still follow a pastor even though he cheated on his wife? So that's what we're asking. Me, myself, yes, I would still follow him. We're not perfect. Nobody's perfect. We all make mistakes, and it's how you handle those mistakes. And it seems like he's a, 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 he's being a stand-up individual. He's facing his wrongs, and he's, he's facing it, you know, face on. So I absolutely, positively will still follow him. Uh, here's the thing. I don't follow pastors. I follow God. All a pastor is is a messenger of God. And I can rock with anyone, as you just said, Envy, who admits their mistakes, who admits their faults, and who is simply trying to do better. You know, I just need to know when this 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 cheating happened. You know what I'm saying? Because well, I, I think I, it was I, recent. The Lambo was pretty recent. Well, I, I just feel like it's And he's talking about this all happened in the past year. That's when he was feeling suicidal. Ooh. And his wife and him were talking about him sleeping on the couch and the two of them arguing and being on the brink of divorce. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not one to judge. I, I mean, I think that Pastor Gray's a little too old for that. You know what I'm saying? There's a scripture that talks about putting the ways of uh, childish things behind you when you are a grown man. And I think that, you know, when you reach a certain age, like, you know, I'm, I'm 40 years old and I'm proud to say that I have not uh, had any infidelities in about three years. You know what I mean? And I know I know that I should not be, you know, applauded for doing what I'm supposed to be doing, okay? But that's big. I'm, I've been, my, me and my woman have been together for 20 years. She's done dirt. I've done dirt. 
You know what I'm saying? But I've been clean. And ever since I've been clean, my life has been amazing. There you go. All right? And, uh, you know, I, I think Pastor John Gray should, as a man, be a little bit more advanced than that. But I'm not, you know, disappointed in him for, for, for making a mistake. Yeah. Well, Pastor John and Aventa Gray also have a relationship conference that's going to be happening in February. No. From the 7th to the 9th, they're hosting a relationship conference. He should, that. No, he should be attending that. He there should not go. be hosting he's it. I guess he's talking. Okay. He's talking about his relationship, what he did that was wrong, and how he's trying to fix it. There's a lot of oh, men okay. that can go through that and understand and, and get, get some it. advice. So I'm trying to I call my good. guy. I like Pastor John Gray is a, a, a friend of mine. You know I like what I'm saying? Pastor I, I like Pastor John Gray a lot. I actually just texted him. He hasn't hit me back yet. I don't know if he's up because it is early. But it's early there. I would love to give him the chance to... Uh, Speak on I know, Aventa Gray is like, who is this strange number texting you at this hour? Nah, he probably changed no, his kidding, number. He probably nah. changed his number, bro. No, no, no. We talked the last time I'm looking at my text right now. The last time we talked was December 18th. He probably changed his number after that. Nah, he didn't change. Shut down the car. The number changed. Nah, that's nah. all right. That's my guy. I got I got a few passes on speed dial. John Gray is one of them. Salute to Stephen Furtick. Salute to Carl Lynch. Salute to Bishop T.D. Jakes. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We'll take one call. Uh, we have Carl on the line. C- Carl, good morning. Morning. Call now. You, you said uh, if you found out your pastor cheated, you wouldn't follow him anymore. Yes, sir. MV. I found out men of God cheated, man. I, I can't follow that. So you don't. You, mean, you don't. You don't. God preaching the word. You know what I mean. I feel like you should stick to the word. So you don't follow. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't. You're not. You don't follow Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. You know you won't be participating in no activities on his uh his day next week. I mean, kind of. I wasn't following him then. I wasn't allowed then. You know what I mean? No, oh, this guy. No doubt, this guy. Yeah. We didn't mean when we said follow. We don't mean on Twitter or Instagram, bro. Yeah, or you just, Facebook. You just don't take anything that he says seriously. But like, I mean, I, 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 I believe my, like, I believe my little king, and I follow what he was doing, and you know, marching and all that. Like, I, I see him in a different light. Whatever he did with Coretta, man, that's, that got nothing to do with me. You so why I mean? can't you feel like that about Pastor John Gray? Martin Luther King was there preaching the word, man, about adultery. Pastor, well, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like, growing up in a church, you know, they, they, they teach you that, like, that is wrong. And okay. like when you, well, that's his opinion. Actually, he doesn't want to. Right? Yeah, you don't want to follow uh, on social media anymore. I, like, like, no like, I get it. Third, they tell you that is wrong, and when you see the man that's telling you that is wrong doing it, he makes him look like a fraud. You know what I mean? Now, I get okay. you. I can see the Thank hypocrisy. You. All right, well, 800-585-1051. Would you still follow your pastor even though you know he cheated? Would you? 800-585-1051. We'll take your calls when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you join us, we're talking Pastor John Gray. Now, allegedly, he bought his wife a Lamborghini to get her back. He said in 2018... It was a tough year for him. He, you know, it, it was very tough. He dealt with a lot. Suicide. He thought about taking his own life. That's right. Almost sleeping divorcing. Sleeping on the couch. Or almost getting divorced with his wife. So it was a lot going on. Now, so I just, I just, you know, I've been disconnected from social media. I still haven't really logged on to social media. Is this why he bought his wife the Lamborghini dress? That's what they're saying. Who is dating? He, he, he never said that. He never oh, said that. But people are implying. Okay. People like, are implying. Okay, that explains why. Assuming. I thought it was her birthday or something. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Oh. No. Okay, it was her birthday. Listen, um, I don't have a problem with it. The reason I don't have a problem with it is because people make mistakes. And like I said, I don't follow. You have a problem because you've been there. I've been there, but I, I don't. <laughs> I've been there. But also, I, I don't follow pastors. I follow God. Yes. Like, you so know, would you be at the Align Conference they're doing about relationships? I don't think that he should be hosting that. I think he should be attending I, it. I think he definitely should be hosting it. The fact that he 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 cheated and admitted it and is dealing with it and how he's dealing with it. Because what he went through, a lot of people de- are going through. I've been through it. You know what I mean? Where That's I didn't true. know what to do. So the fact that there's somebody that, that he can say, you know what? He's been, he's went through it. He's going through it. I, I You know, there is a way out. There is a way to get my wife back, possibly. You know, so I think it's a great thing. I will say the one mistake that men constantly make when we cheat, we think just because we over it, 
because we never was on it. Right. We think our wife's over. Never. It, exactly. Anything could bring it up at any given yeah, moment. Yeah, so that's why I don't be all for the, you know, the conferences and the, like, let's go talk about it. Because she may not be ready to discuss. Because, I, I, I listen, I called Pastor John Gray okay. during the break. You uh -huh. know what I mean? Because I had texted him and he hit me back. But he was still asleep when I called him. Like, Correct. I could hear the grogginess in his voice. And he, first thing he said, like, man, let me talk to my wife first. Before right. I before before I call into the show, he could have rolled over up. and said, "Babe," but he probably had to walk upstairs. I, I don't know couch. what it was. He just said, "Let me talk to my wife <laughs> for a second. You know, hey. So that lets me know, like they, like she may be on they something else. They still yeah, going absolutely. through it. So I'm saying, I don't know about all these conferences and because you go through it privately and then now you go through it publicly. Yeah, Ugh. push your teeth, boys. <laughs> Monique. What's up, Izzy? Monique, what's up? Now, you still following your cheating pastor? What happened? I surely am. I go to church every <laughs> Sunday. When I don't go, I watch it online. <laughs> and he was a cheater? He got caught cheating? I mean, everybody plays like Charlemagne said, Envy. You know, at the end of the day, it, it's not right. They took vows, but he's flesh. I mean, he's not going to make me get into heaven by him cheating. It's my faith and who I choose to follow and right. what I choose to do. Because I went to a gay pastor's church. So his beliefs weren't drawn on me because he was gay. I'm not going to be gay. <laughs> like, you know, it's just what you choose to follow. And John Gray's a great man. He's a great pastor. Um, he has did a lot for Relentless um, even before I start going there. Okay. So by what he's doing in his life has nothing to do with what I choose to follow and what I choose to believe right. and what has Christ has did for me. So you're not going to turn your back on your no, pastor. No, I'm not. I'm going exactly. to go Sunday at 11 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean that's why that's, that's why you got that's that's why you got to follow God and not people because I mean the word is still the word. You'll always regardless. be disappointed if you follow people. Absolutely. Absolutely. At some point. Hello, who's this? Yo, my name is Rondell. Rondell, so we're asking, would you still follow your pastor if you found out he cheated on his wife? I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Who would be the judge? Another man, you know what I'm saying. I mean, if you if you really think about it, you go to church and you think that your pastor's perfect or next to Christ, and you go to church for the wrong reason. That's real. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's got one job, and that's to deliver the word. But you know what I'm saying? Nobody's perfect. Okay. All right. Thank you. No problem, man. All right. Well, 800-585-1051, we're taking your calls. Would you still follow your pastor if you knew he cheated on his wife? That's the question we're asking. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Pastor John Gray. We're asking 800-585-1051, would you still follow your pastor if he found out he cheated on his wife? Now, Pastor John Gray said he had a tough 2018 Let's, let's hear him in church. 2018 tried to kill me, Pastor Q. And the truth is, some of the stuff that tried to kill me, I helped. Some stuff wasn't the devil. Some stuff was you. It'd be great if we shouted for that, too, because when you shout for that, what you're saying is I take personal responsibility. The attack on my life was not just for me. It was a supernatural demonic attack designed to not just kill my body, but to kill the anointing that was in me and that was on me and that was prophesied over me. And then he said this. I've never had a year where I wanted to give up. I literally thought about how I could end my life and still get to heaven and somehow my kids would not be scarred, but there was no way that I could figure out how to do it. There is no perfect pastor. In the days of this facade of super perfection from the pulpit is over. I wanted to end it. I almost lost my marriage, lost my family. The devil has tried everything this year. Well, his wife also had something to say at church, and uh, this is what she said. But the devil don't want it with me. I put scripture on that strange woman. Well, in the Bible, Genesis chapter 2, verse 36, 5, it says black men don't cheat. 
But we also it know that, really? we also know the flesh is weak, and sometimes we fall short. And you know, the word is still the word, even if the person delivering the word has made a mistake or two. So you know, I don't, I don't, I don't. Whether or not Pastor John Gray is right or wrong, that's not up for me to determine. You know, and and like that's why I would still go to his church and I would still listen to him because I follow God, not people, anyway. Right. All right. Well, hello. Who's this? Katie. Hey, Katie. Good morning. Good morning. Would you still follow your pastor if you know he cheated on his wife? Yes, I would. <laughs> Why? Because I feel like Christians are human, and that can happen to anyone, whether they're a pastor or not. And I feel like as long as they learn from their mistakes and they move on from it, especially if their wife forgives them, I feel like why can't we as a congregation move on? Okay. What if he had a baby by somebody else? Would that matter? Um... Yeah, that actually would matter. Right. Why would that matter? Hello? Katie? <laughs> well, she Katie's hung up gone. on us. <laughs> but you know what? You know, thinking about it, I, I would say maybe probably about 10, 15 years ago, I, I, if I would feel differently because I would feel like, and this is just me, that a pastor or a preacher or a reverend was on another level. I get it. Than us. You know, I, I really would think that. I would think that they would have to, they would live by a different way of us. You I know? get it. No, but but, now but, I look at it differently. But yeah, that's because we we, we kind of uh, gave our pastors and our messengers of God these God-like complexes. You know what I'm saying? We looked at them as something greater than what they were, but all they are are men. They're right. men that are messengers of God. Right. And that's why the moral of the story is follow God and not people. Because the flesh is weak. And sometimes we fall short. And the word is still the word, even if the person delivering it makes a mistake. And and by the way, I don't like anyone who comes off as too perfect anyway. I want you to have made some mistakes. I want you to have had some flaws. Right. And I want you to use those experiences to, to deal with, with your flock. Because I, I, I certainly believe that sometimes things happen to you so God can work through you. And now, I, what if he cheated, left his wife for somebody else, a random pastor that mm -hmm. you were following or are? What if he cheated, left his wife for another woman, and then wasn't trying to give her nothing? And just well, maybe, left. maybe. Would that matter to you? Maybe he left his wife because his wife didn't know God. All right? Maybe oh, his wife goodness. didn't have God in All her right. heart. I think it depends right. on what the situation right. is. All yeah, right. but, I, but they're really... They were, they're working through it. That's yeah. They're working through it. That's the, the main thing. But, but follow God, not people. That's the best advice I can give anybody. All right. Now, we got rumors on the way? Ah, well, yeah, let's talk about these investigations with R. Kelly. I mean, there's still some more fallout from that. Uh, his Facebook page that he had called Surviving Lies. What happened to that page? We'll tell you more details. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. This just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Kevin Hart on his podcast is a show straight from the heart. Apologize again to the LGBTQ community. Now, if you haven't heard or seen these apologies, here it is. I will say this, and I, I want to make this very clear, and I'm going to say it just in case you guys try to take this and chop it up. I will rebuttal with this piece right here. Once again, Kevin Hart apologizes for his remarks that hurt members of the LGBTQ community. I apologize. At the end of the day, that's all he can do. Mm -hmm. But always remember, the best apology is change behavior. But we have to stop acting like culture hasn't changed dramatically. And a lot of things people got away with five or ten years ago aren't acceptable now. But I don't care who it is. You shouldn't have to keep apologizing for your past right. mistakes. Just apologize and continue to be better. It period. doesn't make it right. But like you said, he apologized. He, you know, he apologized a couple of times. Let's... 
Well, he said he thought it was okay to talk like that because that's how we talk to one another. He said now he understands that it is wrong. Why are we acting like that wasn't the case for real, though? Like it was in all the music. You know how many songs had that word in there? I'm your favorite like, come rapper, on, man. yeah, absolutely. Like, like how, how popular was uh, No Homo in New York City when, when Cameron and them were saying it for, forever? It wasn't just Cameron. It was... It was the whole culture at that time. Well, that's probably yeah. why people don't want to do things like host the Oscars because they do bring up every little thing that's ever happened. So for him, I guess that was something that was a dream of his and then you get put under this crazy spotlight at that yeah. time. It's crazy people are holding people to higher standards than you hold your president of the United States of America. So now let's talk about this R. Kelly docuseries and all of the aftermath after the six-part docuseries aired on Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Now, police are investigating threats that R. Kelly's manager made to Joycelyn Savage's family. According to a new police report that the blast got, R. Kelly's manager, Don Russell, is still trying to threaten and intimidate people that are connected to his client's alleged victims. Joycelyn Savage is supposedly living under R. Kelly's control. And that's currently happening right now. And the other girl as well, too, right? Yes. Asriel. Uh, Asriel, yeah, yeah. Now, Joycelyn Savage, um, her father... The police were there while the manager called and threatened that they would be forced to distribute information that would ruin him, his reputation, businesses, and family because it would show him to be a liar. Well, that's pretty normal. I've gotten threats from uh, R. Kelly's team over the over the years. They did say that R. Kelly would film a lot of things that they, and part of the reason why he would film himself having sex was because that was a form of blackmail that he would uh, threaten to put these tapes out or threaten to put certain things that they set out and force him to say things so that he could use it later on. By the way, if you film yourself uh, peeing on a 14-year-old girl, the only person you're blackmailing is yourself. Yeah, that came back to bite him in the ass with y- that one. You think? All right, now here is Joycelyn's father who had this to say to his daughter after the docuseries aired. Joycelyn, this is your father. I know you watched the documentary yesterday. I hope you watched the documentary yesterday. I hope you call your mother, call your daddy, call your sister. We love you so much. We have not heard from you. And I want to say, daddy will always love you. No matter what the circumstances is, I will always be here for you. I don't think she's seen the documentary. If you've seen the documentary, you know that, that R. Kelly pulled the cable out. So I'm sure... None of those girls seen that, but... Yeah, and you can't even shoot up the house because your girl's in there. You know now, what I mean? R. Kelly had a Facebook mm-hmm. page that was called Surviving Lies, and that page has been pulled off of Facebook after they posted alleged text messages between R. Kelly and one of the young females where she keeps calling him daddy. According to a spokesperson for Facebook, they said the page violated our community standards and has been removed. We do not tolerate bullying or sharing others' private contact information and take action on content that violates our policies as soon as we are aware. You know, you know it's interesting, too. R. Kelly and his team, they will make threats now. I mean, you know... Uh, they made a threat to you? Oh, absolutely. what they say? I mean, they've been making threats to me for years but I remember last year I think it was after they reported he was keeping the girls in like the coat and I gave him right. the donkey of the day and I told everybody to go to his page and hashtag PP14 mm-hmm. and it was like uh, you know R. R. Kelly would like to, to, to like for you to meet him at a hotel oh he's gonna pee on you like, what Man, shut up he was like he'd like to meet you at a hotel he just wants to talk like what I, what I look like yeah that doesn't sound like a great exactly. idea what, 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 what do I look like now, Asante McGee is the first person that he targeted on that face pa- on that Facebook page, and uh, they actually spoke to her at TMZ, and she is challenging R. Kelly to take a lie detector test live if he wants to prove that he's 
actually telling the truth about these things. Another person who has commented is his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly. Now, they had posted this video of her from a few years ago on her Instagram, uh, actually dancing and singing. Yes, that is my baby daddy playing in the background. What y'all about? Questions. You have passed my test. Happy people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I ain't understand that one. Everything that she went through with him and, and the other females and, and his yeah. kids, I don't I, I don't understand that one. Yeah, like, I would think she can't listen to any nothing. R. Kelly music. I mean, nothing uh, he wrote, nothing he's in, nothing. Well, she uh, posted, "Thank God for His grace, guidance, love, and deliverance. I celebrate the women I am today. Though someone exposed, someone exposed the pain-filled, scared, abused woman I was. Stop." I am no longer afraid, no longer willing to silence my pain and sugarcoat the abuse I endured because of how my abuser and his legal team were threatening to come against me. If I didn't choose wisely, no more. Don't speak about my growth or journey, especially if you have never been abused. And for the ones that have endured my pain have been in the place I was in years ago as in my past, you're not alone. From yeah, covering but- bruises and saying you bumped into the counter to telling his co-workers he's a wonderful provider and a good man to avoid a beating for saying the opposite, I was you. I want you to know you don't have to cover for your abuser anymore. Yeah, I mean, she's absolutely right, but I still think, you know, her being on her Instagram playing uh, one of his songs is sending the wrong message because, you know, you're, you're, no, you're still normalizing his behavior because that music is what gave him power. That music is what gave him influence. That music is what gave him money to be able to manipulate Correct. those women. Right, and this was some years ago. This wasn't like she just. Posted oh, that wasn't this. a new video. No, it's not new. Oh, this is an old video. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't listen to his sexual music because I think it's impossible to separate the art from the artist when it comes to R. Kelly. Because you listen to songs. Like you listen to some people? of it. Um, it's, it's really one song I like from R. Kelly, which is the I Wish remix, because it reminds me of my homeboy, Drug Arnett, who was killed a That's few years ago. That's the sad ago. thing about it. A yeah, lot of his but, music is, is you know, it's a certain time in your life. Like, I remember stepping in the name of love. I was dancing with my firstborn, Madison, and we were dancing around the house. Like, that's how I remember that yeah. song, you know? But I can't listen to a lot. I don't listen to none of his sexual stuff, because, you know, you can't separate the art from the artist, because a lot of his art is based off the crimes he was committing. Well, I don't listen to any of it. Like, he wrote Age Ain't Nothing But a Number for a 15-year-old girl, right. Aaliyah, rest in peace, that he married. That's a little nuts. Not to mention the whole Pied Piper thing, which I've been put y'all on to. Is the Pied Piper was a guy who used music to lure a bunch of kids out of a village never to be seen again. Right. So, you know. As they call them, hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, um, there's a meteorologist in Rochester, New York, who just tried to hide his uh, bigotry in plain sight. That didn't turn out too well for him. All right. Yes. We'll get to that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Just don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. It's the Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, donkey today for Tuesday, January 8th. Today is Tuesday, right? Yes. Tuesday. Today is January 8th, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, Tuesday, January 8th. First live donkey of the year uh, goes to a meteorologist in Rochester, New York, named Jeremy Capel. Now, do I have to tell y'all what a meteorologist is? It's not like young Jeezy ever said on Boys in the Hood. The meteorologist says that it's a light chance of snow. <laughs> he used the term most commonly used, which is weatherman. Okay, that's what a meteorologist is, a weatherman. You know those people who come on your local news every day and just guess what the weather is going to be. You know those guys and gals who who get it right sometimes and they get it wrong a lot of the time. I'm going to be honest, I don't listen to meteorologists because a lot of what they say goes over my head. Okay, when they say things like it's a high chance for precipitation, 
All right. I, sometimes my brain hears it wrong. OK, what do you mean? It's a high chance for participation. OK, who's oh, participating boy. and what are we participating in? What do you mean? It's a high chance of uh, pre uh, precipitation. All right. Uh, what am I sweating about? Or is that pers perspiration? Perspiration. It's perspiration. Oh, well, whatever. Do I need to put on more deodorant or not? All right, oh, a little baby right. pot on my chest around the genitals. I'm just trying to figure this precipitation, participation, perspiration, perspiration thing out. All right. All right. I like my meteorologist, uh, my weatherman, to speak my language. That's why it's only a couple of weather sources I trust, okay? One is the Weather Channel because it's black-owned. Drop on the clues bomb for Byron Allen. All right? And they, they've always been easy to follow because it's pictures and temperature. Easy to read. You can look and they will have the raindrops falling so you know it's raining. They will have a big picture of the sun so you know when it's sunny. And they tell you when the rain is supposed to arrive and when it's supposed to stop. Simple. That's why I rock with the Weather Channel. And my other source for weather is a meteorologist named Major Hype. Listen to how simple he breaks it down. Today's weather is f***ing whack, my n***a. 68 degrees raining on and off and all that, but it's all good for a n***a like me that sell weed. You already know, Friday, it's a good day. It's going to get better. Yo, Sean, I need my bread, my n***a. I'm telling you. Don't let me come pull up on you, my nigga. Friday's a good day to catch a fake. And that's a fact. Yo, Saturday, <laughs> you already know this. It's going to rain again. It's going to be all right. 80 degrees all that. I don't know how to f It go from 80 to 67 on Sunday. And then Monday, 62. That's corny, my nigga. That's my kind of weather, man. Okay. Drop on the clues bombs for major hype, all right? He does a great job. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Speaks my language. Now, Jerry McCapella is actually that kind of weather, man. He's just not speaking my language, but when talking to his people, his flock, his congregation, he uses language that they can understand. See, Martin Luther King Jr. Day is approaching on the 21st of this month, and it's a day that people, but especially black people, we celebrate the life of one of the greatest men the world has ever seen, a man who, if it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't have the civil liberties we all enjoy now. But if you are a racist, big whose ancestors probably never wanted black people to be liberated in the first place and fought against Martin Luther King Jr., you probably don't enjoy this day, okay? You probably want the weather to be trash on this day, and on a day like Martin Luther King Jr. Day, the forecast calls for a high chance of blackness, all right? You probably have to warn all your local bigots and find a way to dull the sunshine that this day brings for so many of us. That's exactly what Jerry McCapel did because he was fired after using a racial slur on air this past Friday. Let's go to WHEC for the report, please. For tomorrow, sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s. Let's hear it one more time. That's for the culture. For tomorrow, sunshine, 60 degrees, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We're going to see temperatures in the low 60s. Now, it's a new year, but I'm still not the highest grade of weed in the dispensary. Uh, I, I have never heard the word king mistaken for coon by accident. I've never heard anyone on ESPN say coon James on accident. I've never heard any hip-hop journalist say T.I. is the coon of the South. I've never heard a drunk white man at a bar say Budweiser is the coon of beers. See, what happened was Jeremy has been on vacation probably because it was the holidays and him and his crew have been together letting the slurs fly. All the slurs, racial slurs, gay slurs, slurs against women. And he hasn't gotten out of that mode yet. He's just getting back into the swing of things. Therefore, that's why the slip happened. All right, that man has uttered Martin Luther Coon so much that his tongue doesn't even know how to string Martin Luther and King together anymore. If there was no teleprompter, he wouldn't have even known he didn't say King. He would have let that Martin Luther Coon roll and that would have been that. Now, Angelie, you said that some speech... Therapist was saying it was the Luther? Yeah, there's like the ooh and the coo. Like, okay. Luther. So it was a mistake. And it, it has happened before. Well, that's true. But but never has anyone said Luther Kundros. At nope. least in public. All right. Never has anyone said uh, Luther Uncle Luke Kundros. But maybe if his name was Luther Kandros, you know, Luther Kundros. You know, because it, it was Luther the K Dandros, from King Luther with Luther the Luther. Luther. It, to me, Luther. I felt like it was 
unless you had a history of mm-hmm. being that way and people could say, oh, yeah, I grew up with... I feel like it was a linguistic mistake. Also because on ESPN, Mike Greenberg made the same mistake before. Michael Greenberg did say that as well on ESPN, and he didn't get fired. Let's hear it. Mike and Mike in the morning on ESPN Radio talking football with you on this Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Oh no, my goodness. You know, you know, Jay-Z did not say he's good on any ML Coon Boulevard. Okay, so all this shows me is this is a thing amongst some white men. All right, uh, okay. Now, Jeremy Capel blamed his slip of the tongue on talking too fast. Let's hear it. It's a simple misunderstanding. If you watch me regularly, you know that I tend to contain a lot of information in my weathercast, uh, which forces me to speak fast. Uh, and unfortunately, I spoke a little too fast when I was referencing Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. So fast to the point where I jumbled a couple of words. Now, in my mind, I, I knew I had mispronounced, but there was no malice. I had no idea the way it came across to many people. I, as soon as I had started mispronouncing, I put an emphasis on King and moved on. Had no idea. Uh, what some people could have interpreted that as. And I know some people did interpret that the wrong way. That was not a word that I said. I promise you that. Uh, and if you did feel that it, it hurts you in any way, I All sincerely right. apologize. Okay, put the jar on that, mayonnaise. Listen, uh, interview, say Martin Luther King three times fast. Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. Angela, say Martin Luther King three times fast. Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King. All right, let me try the white man in the room. Steven, come here. Let me hold your camera. Oh, oh my goodness. Steven's our cameraman. This for is where it goes back. I'm going to hold your camera, Steven. Is, he's smiling. Steven. He's ready for this one. I got it on Steven. Fast. Can I plead, plead the fifth on this? You, you no. Yo, no, say it fast. Say Martin Luther King three times fast. Go. All right, never mind. Um, no, right. All right, all right. But uh, enough, and we've all mispronounced things up here. Yeah, I was thinking that too, but. Say homicide, Charlemagne. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but at least the word, you know, the words, are, the letters are there. But you know, the cool is I, Martin Luther King. I, I can't. I don't know. Hey, Jeremy, uh, I'm gonna talk this one up the good old-fashioned American bigotry. Kathy Griffin, talk to you people. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest <laughs> hee-haw. Oh, boy. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking the government shutdown. Now, the government's been shut down since December 22nd, and a lot of people are not getting paid, like TSA. So we're asking 800-585-1051, would you continue to go to work if you wasn't getting paid? Wow. Now, imagine if we were here not getting paid, would we come to work? It depends. It, it depends how broke I was. If I was broke, but you're not getting money. All right, that's what I'm saying. If I was broke, I have to, I would have to pay my bills somehow. So I'd have to f- try to find another way to get some money. That's what they said. Some people are like um, doing Lyft and Uber yeah. driving just to make some money. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, as you still gotta sick. pay your bills. You still gotta feed your family. You gotta pay mortgage. So if I was broke, I would have to. I wouldn't have a choice. They said at Kennedy on Friday at Kennedy Airport, 150 TSA employees called out sick. Wow. You know, um, a lot of people who work for the government are usually public servants. And even though we are radio personalities and I think we are public servants, our jobs aren't important. You know what I'm saying? Like these people that are affected by this government shutdown. Essential jobs. Essential jobs that make the world go Correct. around. And a lot of them do these jobs for low pay, but they do them because they love serving people. Absolutely. So that's why they're probably still at work. Now, I love doing radio, so I probably would still 
come to work. You know what I'm saying? Unless I was like really, really, really rebelling against the white man, and I was like, hell no, but I think ain't coming in. Think free. about it. If you didn't have any money and you were living check to check, you mm-hmm. couldn't. You got a baby. You got to pay for formula. You got to pay for daycare. You know, there's no way you could go to work and not get paid and say, okay, well, this government shutdown could be over in the middle of February. You still got to work, so you you're gonna do a Lyft, the Uber, I job, yeah. whatever it takes. You got to pay your bills. Yeah, but and I, but, but I just think a lot of these people are going to work because they're public servants and they actually care about people more than they care about. Their paychecks. Yeah. Even, and they, that's why they should be making more. That's why a lot of these public servants should be making a, a whole lot more. All right, so the question is, would so, you go to work? That's right. Hello, who's this? Hello, I'm not going to say my name because I work for TSA when I spoke to the media, but uh, I work for TSA. You okay. work for TSA? Hello. You're not even going to try to disguise yeah. your voice? Like, <laughs> you know, hello, I'm not even going to try to talk a <laughs> no, little bit. There's a lot of workers for TSA. Now, but... you, go, you going to work, Mama? Yeah, I'm going to work. Wow. Going to work and, um... Telling people to come to work too because I'm a boss and I have to tell them to come to work and it's not right and people are not getting paid. They say they don't have gas money to come to work and that's true. Are you there. are you not sympathetic right. for them though? Like okay, I can understand. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. We went through this before in 2013. So. Right. You know, we didn't have gas money. We missed a check and everything. So. Well, Keisha, let me ask you a question. Do you love what you do? I love what I do, though. I really do. I see you guys all the time. I never say anything, but I love what I do. Why don't you speak to us, Keisha? Uh, maybe I'll talk to you guys next time. I'll come up and say, I'm Keisha. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> all right, Keisha, we appreciate you. We we need you. definitely need you guys to come to work. Make sure that, that nobody's getting no bombs, no guns, no knives, or anything illegal. That's what I'm saying. But there's Thank no back pay, pay, right? You don't get any back pay or anything. We will get back pay. Oh, you will get back pay. Will, some some people, the salaried workers do, but if you're not a salaried worker, Damn. you don't. The ones mm. that are being forced to come to work every day, they will get paid. Okay. All Eventually. Right. All right, Keisha. Well, we thank, thank, you. we thank you for your service, Keisha. <laughs> thank you so much. Love you guys. Love you back. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's, I want to be anonymous, but um, I just wanted to call <laughs> in and talk about the uh, government shutdown. I am from... Long Island, and I do work for the government as well. What do you do in the government? I work for uh, the people that collect them taxes up. That collect them taxes up? Uh, yeah, the what does that IRS. Mean? The IRS, oh, yeah, there you go. Oh. Yeah, man. Oh, I need your number, man. We we good, right? We all good up here? Yeah, you're not going to get a hookup on I your taxes. Good. The IRS <laughs> not getting paid? Nope. Yeah. The only 12% of workers for the IRS are going to work right now. Everybody really? up here good, though, right? Yeah, you, you ain't... Uh-oh, over 70,000 is out. Damn. So did, yeah, do I, have to, well, I shouldn't have to pay y'all then. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Do I have to pay my taxes? The yes, you do. Who I'm sending the money to? It's only ten of y'all uh, working. I know, I know, it ain't gonna be processing refunds as quick as people think. But hey, so if oh, I pay my yeah. quarterly taxes and and like the check comes back because the mailing address, that's what happens when you send a mailing <laughs> when you send it to a mailing address that's shut back. down and nobody's there. It's not coming back. The only thing uh-huh. that might happen is you get an extension on the deadline for your taxes. Definitely should be extended. So well, I'm you, sorry, Jake. Go ahead. Are you going to work, bro? Uh, no, not right now. I'm. There's some people that are essential or supposed to be going to work, but hey, if you got that time, I say take it. This man talking about years for a shutdown. Go ahead and get paid, guys. What Damn. is he doing? His um, interrupting our regularly scheduled programs to talk is tonight, that, nine tonight? o'clock. Okay. Tonight at nine p.m. Are y'all watching? Nope. <laughs> All right. Well, well, well. Thank you, bro. Thank you for t- taking my call. I was wondering, is there a way I could get a copy of this combo? Why, Jake? We'll, we'll give you whatever you want. Why Jake. do you need okay. this, Jake? Jake, you're my guy. Whatever you I want. I thought you were anonymous. 
I just want to hear it again. It's not, I've never been on the radio before, and this is really cool. It's a pleasure speaking to y'all. Jake, you're my friend. Whatever you want, we'll send you He's the audio. He's anonymous. Oh, Jake, whatever your name is, we'll send it to you. All right, Jake. <laughs> By the way, I'm lying about not watching Donald Trump tonight. That is, I'm definitely watching Donald Trump tonight. There is no better stand-up special that can come on television this year other than Amanda Seals that is going to be as good as Donald Trump tonight. They said Kanye is opening up for him, actually. I can see that. 800-585-1051. We're asking... The government shut down. They're not paying some people. Would you still go to work? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking government. The government is shut down. A lot of people are not going to get paid. It's been shut down since December 22nd. And we're asking, would you go to work? 800-585-1051. Whatever job you have right now, let's just say you wasn't going to get paid to go to work. Would you still go to work? I would come to work. I like this job. I actually love this job. I would come. Yeah, I love doing radio. I've done radio for free. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I I feel like we're public servants. We're not public servants on the level of these people that work for the government, you know. But I feel like we're public public servants. So I would still come to work until we figure it out. I might be late every day. Yeah. Yeah, I might not work <laughs> on Fridays. You know what I'm saying? I might not work on Fridays or Mondays. Yeah, yeah, I might, it might be a four-day work yeah. week. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a show up. Yeah, I'm going to come. Yeah. I might leave and go to breakfast and come back. Yeah. Little stuff, little things. You know what I'm saying? I think that we're, everything's negotiable when the, when the government is shut down. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? This is T-Reezy from the west side of Detroit. T-Reezy. Now, would you go to work if you wasn't getting paid, T-Reezy? Man, is they going to pay me without going to work? No. No. What? I can't show up to work if I ain't getting paid. What's the purpose? Well, I think it's different when you're a public servant. Like, like when you're when you're a cop or a firefighter or a TSA agent. Like, the world needs you. Like, y'all make the world go around. So I think a lot of these people do it for for the love of people, not a paycheck anyway. Now, Jason, what's up, bro? Hey, what's happening, Henry? Now, Jason, you know you're the only person that used your real name, but I, that's all. I'm just gonna who, let you know that. Who do you work for, Jason? Yeah. TSA. You don't know that that's I his real name. Delta. I, I work for Delta. I work for Delta. Okay, I, that's what I fly. Shout okay. out to Diamond Medallion. I thought you're not supposed to talk you're to already, the media, Jason. <laughs> Dora, what up, Delta? Hey, I got a free flight too, Charlemagne. <laughs> not after the day. <laughs> <laughs> now, would you go to work? Would you go work for Delta, bro? If you wasn't getting paid? Nah, nah, man, nah. Half of my friends don't even go to work no more, man. It's like TSA, they shutting everything down. They not going through, they not doing all of that. So who's checking the people when they come through? I mean, the I mean the, the managers and stuff, that even though they going to get fired if they don't come through, but, you know, everybody else ain't trying to work, man. Who's so, going to work without pay? That's slavery. So the managers haven't done the job in a long time. And now they got to get yep. back to doing that job, so you know they mad, rusty, That's mad bad. things is getting they through. Mad, they mad, yo. So what you saying? What you saying is now's the time to sneak the kilos of coke on the plane. Is oh, what you saying? Ah, Definitely wouldn't say that. You not shallow, man, yo. Crazy. Let yeah, me ask you this. Ah, that's the yes. That's, <laughs> that's the black man yes. Ah, Sean, you crazy boy. Yo, but, boy. But let me ask you this: for people who aren't coming to work, right? Can they get fired after this is all over? Well, I don't work for TSA. I work for Delta, but um, I guess I guess they're gonna get fired because they they dependent on them. They don't want nobody bring no guns and knives and bombs and all that on mm-hmm. the plane. So I guess not. I, well, I guess so. They're gonna get fired. Well, listen, I gotta fly tomorrow. Am I gonna have any problems? Better get there. Nah, early. I doubt it. Once you good, once you good, once you good. You once you no good. You better get there early. What is he saying? Once, he's just, as long as you ain't got no knives and none of that. He don't even work for TSA. <laughs> yeah, wait, how you asking? He don't work for TSA. I mean, come on. Get no out knives. of here. Why don't I have a knife? Yeah. All right. <laughs> 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 and Angela E., I got the biggest crush on you, sweetheart. 
All right, now. I see you at work. Angela, you like men that have jobs. After the day, you won't have one. Because you're not supposed to be talking to no media. Uh, can I get can I get that um employee buddy pass as your family member? Definitely. Definitely. I got 11 this year. You got 11 of them? Hold on. Yep. <laughs> Hold on. All right. What's the moral of the story? Uh, the moral of the story is, I don't know. What the hell is Donald Trump doing? That's the moral <laughs> of the damn story. Oh my goodness. He don't know either. I had no idea. Listen, I know that the government got shut down before I went on vacation. I had no idea that it was still shut down. I was, I, like I said, I was disconnected from the world. All right. And then when I came home, everybody was talking about R. Kelly. We it's should been be like about- 17 days or something since the government been shut down. You know what's going to be fire? What? Surviving Donald Trump. That <laughs> documentary is going to oh be fire. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. Yes, Nicki Minaj versus Meek Mill. What is going on with these two? What happened now? I missed this? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, Nicki Minaj was performing over the weekend, and she shouted out Meek Mill, but not in a great way. Why, 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 why me getting shots? I have no idea. He doesn't know either. He actually tweeted out, why you be so mad at me and not the people that came right at your neck? It's, I'm cool, I'm doing good, LOL, something is wrong here, leave me alone. You know I get a little too out of control with the truth. And then he tweeted, keep it classy. So I don't know what's going on or what secrets they have about each other, but... The two of them, I guess, there's still some ill will there. I, I thought she she moved on. I thought she was in, in love. I thought he moved on. I was wonder where I wonder where this came from. I have no idea. Mm. All right, Travis Scott is being sued, and he's being sued for canceling a performance. It was supposed to be a 75 per, uh, minute performance, and he got his deposit, which was two hundred and seventeen thousand dollars. He was supposed to perform um, March second, and the total payment was four hundred thousand dollars. It was closed out in December in November. The check was paid out in December, but then he allegedly canceled. And uh, there you have it. He's trying to keep the money, so now he's being accused of stealing and facing a lawsuit for fraud and breach of contract. He is getting that money. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody was watching Love and Hip Hop New York last night and tweeting about this particular scene. I felt really bad for Sin Santana, I am not going to lie. Uh, Joe Button and Sin Santana were having a moment, and here's what happened. Regardless, whether I'm depressed or not, Joey, you, you are still being neglectful. You are. I'm still not happy with you and with how we are in our relationship. Us is secondary to you and depression. I'm fine if me and you break up if you're not depressed. I have to go. <laughs> then go. You could go, I don't care. Why you say I gotta go though? That's you know. He really left too. He really got up and walked out the gracious, door. Joe. What, he, what he said leading up to that was absolutely correct. Though, if you're, if you're if somebody around you is depressed and you're in a relationship, you know your depression means more to me than the relationship. I want you to get the mental help that you need, but you can't just walk out. You can't just like, where's my hat? I gotta go now. That's not the time for you to leave, Joe. Well, well, he and should then it's be so sad. Him. She started crying, and then she picked up the baby, and the tears are coming down her face. I felt so bad, and she did just have a baby. Yeah, so she you don't just know had what a baby. She's going her body's through. Changing. They messed up the but score with that one. They pulled the play. Leave post, me she alone. Could have postpartum, oh, she right could then. have postpartum depression. Yeah, that is true. She could be going through a you lot. You know, better. she doesn't know what's going Come on. Come on, Joe. But a lot of it is editing, too, though. 
No, he definitely walked out the door right he after. He definitely that. did say, "Grab my hat." And <laughs> I gotta, I, I gotta, I gotta go. Oh my gosh! Let's have a little bit of a Jeez, heart for the Joe. woman that you love that you're now. In, I guess he got engaged after, so maybe we'll watch them work through it. Yeah, and plus, I'm sure they're in a much better old, space yeah. now. It's old. Yeah. It's Joe goes to therapy. To I don't know if they go to couples therapy, but I know Joe goes to therapy. Okay. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, now shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. Let me know what you want to hear. And you know what? Shout to my bro, DJ Clue. Today is DJ Clue's Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Drop one of Clue's bombs. It's Clue. Shout me and DJ Clue. Clue at Capricorns. Every year we say we're going to do a joint party, and then he hits me up every year at the last minute, like, yo, what we doing? I'm like, Clue is... Tomorrow. Happy belated born day to Angela Yee. Drop, yeah. drop on the clues bombs for Angela Yee. Drop on the clues bombs for DJ Clue. Angie mm-hmm. Martinez is also. Angie Capricorn. Martinez is the knife. The knife, right? That's tomorrow. tomorrow. That's tomorrow? Yep. What the hell? What do you mean? The year's going by so fast. <laughs> what do you mean? It's only been nine days, eight days. Anyway. One of my friends was like, I haven't had sex all year. I was like, um, and she said it on January 2nd. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, relax. It's been one day. Why are you clapping for? <laughs> she might be married or something. Goodness gracious. All right. The mix is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.